0: Hello and welcome back to the i2i podcast for episode 6. It's been quite some time since our last recording, but nevertheless we are pleased to be joined today by i2i Soccer Academy graduate Gunnar Gilland. Gunnar will discuss his i2i journey, working with Landlock to help fund his tuition and his current role within the business world. Gunnar, thank you very much for joining us on the i2i podcast today. It's, uh, it's been a while for us. Uh, how have you been?
1: Yeah, pretty good. I think it's been, uh, what, like two years since last time I was in contact with you guys. So it's, it's been a minute. So, yeah, it's finally good to, to catch up here. I've been doing good currently um, in Charlotte, North Carolina, just living and in, in working currently. So things are good.
0: Yeah, we'll get onto to your uh, occupation a bit later on in the, uh, in the show today. Uh, I, want, I want to start off by going all the way back to the beginning of your journey with us at the I2I Soccer Academy. Uh, I guess my first question is, how did you first find out about us?
1: Um, So I was playing Division II soccer at um, a school called Erskine College in South Carolina. Um, Was there for my freshman year, played the full full year. um, And I don't know, I was just kind of ready for like a new challenge, you know. And um, one of my my dad's best friend, Danny Cox, um, is actually close friends with Kent. And uh, so we kind of made the connection there and um, came out for a taster trip, loved it. And uh, the rest was history.
0: The rest, as, as they say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what were your first thoughts at this point? Because all of the student athletes that joined now, they see the mm-hmm. program firsthand through our social media platforms. So with you being the very first cohort and having mm-hmm. nothing to go off, was, was that
1: somewhat difficult for you? Yeah, I mean, I know I was like first getting started, especially you know on the international side of things. So um, yeah, I was just more curious to to see you know what it was like over there. Of course, I saw you guys on on social media, and um, you know facilities look great online. But that's why I went on the taster trip before I you know fully committed to it, because of course I could have just kept playing um, at that division two school in South Carolina. So that's why I came out for a taster trip for about 10 days. Um, and that's honestly what like finalized my decision to, to come out. And then of course, just getting to meet the coaches, meeting the staff and, and everybody was kind of a no brainer at that point.
0: Uh, following on from that point then, how lucky are the athletes now to have that content and le- legitimacy, I guess, of, of the program when being recruited, they can see it all what's going on.
1: Yeah, I know. I saw, um, you guys have a TikTok now. I mean, Instagram's full running over like what, 10,000 followers. So that's doing great. Um, of course you got the podcast going. Um, of course I'm, I'm like more on LinkedIn than anything these days. So, Mm. so you guys are on there as well. So yeah, I mean, and then of course the facilities have just blossomed, um, at Haxby road. And of course now you guys are up in Northumbria now. So um it's just awesome to see how how big eye to eye has become and it's still growing it looks like so um yeah i think the players are very fortunate nowadays so they can just hop on uh the social media see the training sessions see what the games are like um and kind of get a a better feel of what the the full experience is like before they come out
0: so when making these big decisions on where you're going to commit to um because it's obviously a a massive deal for the for yourself Mm -hmm. and your family. Um, mm-hmm. What was your parents view on you going to England to continue your education and play football?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's a big leap to take, I guess you could say, you know, um, studying abroad and in, in a different country for a full three years is a, a pretty big commitment, you know, so I think it, it was a great opportunity. And I think that's the way like my parents looked at it. So I think, they were more than encouraging for me to, to go out. If, of course, if this was something that I wanted to do. And um, like I said, after I went to the Tasia trip, I was, and met some of my potential future teammates, um, Jonah and Ade got, we're both on that uh, Tasia trip as well. So yeah, I think just, just a big leap to take, but um, you know, I think just with anything in life, if, if it's something that you want to do, I think it's a, uh, you should just take it, you know?
0: how supportive were your parents in that process then?
1: I think they were all for it. Um, like I was already going to school in South Carolina, which was kind of further away from home, you know? So they were like, what's a couple more hours on a, on a plane ride? Um, of course, they never got to come out and visit, but um, they were tuning in on the like YouTube live streams for the games and whatnot. And, um, you know, we kept in contact every day, you know? So they were still, you know, somewhat in close contact with me just – didn't get to see him um until christmas and summer breaks
0: fast forwarding somewhat then how much did you enjoy the program itself
1: man uh it was an unreal experience like looking back i'm really glad i came out you know um just the friendships like still in contact with all the teammates today i think um i've hung out with spencer jt got to see marcos um daniel and a couple other guys, you know, so the OG it, gang. That's right, the original gangster. So it's it was good to you know catch up with everybody, and I think yeah, to this day, you know, we're all in pretty close contact. So really happy I ended up coming out. Great experience, um, you know, being able to see the game in a different part of the world was a great like learning uh, curve and increased my knowledge. Of course, I don't play, I mean I still play pickup here and there um these days, but overall, like if I wanted to go into like a more coaching role, um, as far as soccer is concerned, I think I have the experience and knowledge to, you know, uh help help a team win. So yeah, overall great experience. Um, I think that was probably the fittest I've ever been in my life. So that was pretty cool. So that's kind of set the standard for me and the rest of my life. I'm always like striving to, to be at that, that fitness level. Um, and then of course, like just playing at a competitive level, um, in England, you know, I think it kind of sets the tone for the rest of your life, regardless of, you know, if it's with soccer or your professional job, I think things uh, like carry over, um, into those aspects as well.
0: Yeah. You mentioned those, uh, the friendships you make, um, that those kind of relationships that you build must make the whole experience so much more enjoyable too.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, training together, going to class together, you know, you spend a lot of time with your teammates. So I think, you know, you just, that, that's just how friendships last, you know, is the more time you spend together. Um, and then of course, all the experiences that, that we had together, like losing and winning and friend teammates getting injured and trying to like help them, you know, overcome that injury. Like, there's just so many different aspects um, of that. It was, it was re- really cool.
0: Are there any moments from your three years that really stick out to you that you'll never forget?
1: It's hard to, to name just one, but um, I'd say probably just having the experience of playing at Ellen Road um, at the end of my first year. I think that was probably one of the, the coolest experiences. Of course, now, I click on the TV and I'm watching Leeds United play in the Premier League and it's at Ellen Road and I'm just like sitting here talking to my friends like, hey, I played on that field, you know. It's pretty crazy, surreal experience, you know, and of course, Ellen Road's a, a stadium with a lot of history, so to be able just to have that experience alone was unreal. Then, of course, just being coached by John O' and Brian Hughes, uh, I think that speaks volumes about the program as well, just being able to, to be coached by such high caliber players and now coaches um, you know I think those are probably the top two I'd have to say.
0: Yeah I just want to point out that you actually changed your uh, Zoom desk, desktop background before we started recording to uh, L.A. Yeah. Road. so yeah. anyone that's interested um, it, went, it went down well with me anyway.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um,
0: how did you find living in York gonna?
1: Uh, yeah I mean York's I'd say you know population's around like 200,000 um most people that visit England usually just go to London and, and call it good. Um, but I always tell people like, if you really want like an authentic English experience, you know, um, you get, definitely got to visit the, the more smaller cities um, outside of London, just like York. So I think living in York was a, it was awesome. The castle walls, uh, you know, the cathedral, the university with itself just with a lot of history. So I think, Just seeing all that history and the old architecture, you know, it kind of just opens your eyes like, wow, this is this is so cool that I could get to call this home for three years. Um, So, yeah, absolutely love York. People are, you know, really nice um, and really welcoming. It's a more friendlier city. I know within uh, within England. So, yeah, it was I still call it. It's, it's like my home away from home now. So I got to hopefully when this pandemic ends, I'll, I'll be able to come back out and visit you guys. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Um, this is a question that we always ask our alumni, and I'm, I'm sure you've been asked this on record before. Um, but what would you say to anyone that's thinking about joining us here at the
1: at the I2I Soccer Academy in the coming years? Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's a big commitment, but I think, you know, I think it's important to just evaluate your decision. Got to weigh out the pros and cons of you know coming out versus not coming out, um, but overall I think it's one in a lifetime experience. You know, it's kind of set the course for the rest of my life, and being able to just like look back on all the cool experiences that I had, and it's kind of you know maybe the person that I am today. So, it's it's a great experience. That's what I'd say. If somebody's like like on on the fence about coming out, I just say you know. Great experience, great exposure to the game um, in a different part of the world, especially England being, you know, probably one of the best places to go and, and play footy. So I think, you know, definitely take it, but got to evaluate the pros, cons, talk it over with the parents. Financially, is this a smart decision? And if everything weighs out positively, yeah, pull the trigger. Love it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um... Do do you miss training every day with us? Because obviously a lot of the guys that that do go on to graduate, they find that they get into this routine of training every day. And once they stop doing it, they they kind of miss it quite a lot. Is that the same Mm -hmm. with you?
1: Yeah, it's kind of funny you say that because, of course, you know, coming back to America, like full three years is over. You're not training three hours every day like we typically would. And you're not playing at like that competitive level. You kind of let yourself go. And so I was like, dang started packing on a few pounds and I was like all right you're I can't, still, be, you're I still
0: can't... In good shape good you still in good shape Don't
1: worry about <laughs> <that>. <laughs> can't be doing that so yeah I mean that, that was like of course the first like three four months and I was like all right I can't can't be doing that so yeah I definitely miss, you know training every day at that like high of a level um, you know your, your fitness levels are just out of the out of the world at, um, when when I was out there so like I said it kind of like sets that standard that tone Um to strive for like nowadays because i'm always striving to be back at like full fitness because of course it's always good to be healthy and Mm -hmm. running around and that's what keeps you young so i'd say i miss uh fun fridays not run fridays but fun fridays were probably (laughs) a big difference in that (laughs) yeah there's a big difference you know run fridays is when you're like throwing up probably at the end of the (laughs) training session but you know it's good for you before you head into the weekend um but fun fridays were always good because you just you know play a bunch of games and then, and then call it a day to finish off the week. So definitely, you know, miss training uh, with Yaz and, and Those were good times.
0: Uh, So I wanted to ask you about Landlock now, Um, a company that obviously we're very close to and a company that you worked for for a few years. Mm -hmm. Um, We have several athletes that have worked or are still working there currently. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess just, can you explain who
1: Landlock are and and what they do? Yeah. Um, So, I worked for Landlock um, for four summers in between, um, in between college. And so Landlock's just a pest control termite company based out of uh, Williamsburg, Virginia. They basically have uh, service contracts with, with households that uh, basically protect their homes from pests. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's what Landlock is.
0: So I guess my next question is um, some of our student athletes, again, you may have done this also, but work for Landlock to help fund their tuition of, of our program. Um, mm-hmm. Was that what you did? And if so, how beneficial was that to you?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think if I didn't work for Landlock, I don't think I could have kept coming back um, year after year. So, you know, I, I think without Landlock, I wouldn't be able to say I'm an ITI graduate. So really, really thankful for, um, you know the, the program and uh partnership that I to eye and landlock has made because i think it's very valuable if there's you know financial issues of coming out and and playing over there so you know if anybody's considering the more financial side of things definitely consider landlock as like a, a potential opportunity to do in the summers while you're um, away from england
0: now i don't want to get into your full um details of your finances but can you give us somewhat of an idea of how much
1: you were making at a time or how much could be made if you work at landlock yeah i mean i think the more and more if you keep coming back of course the more money you'll make and that's with any job you know i've heard you're Um, quite
0: successful out there
1: yeah yeah so like my first summer you know ballpark eight to twelve thousand dollars and then um the second summer more of 15 to 18 and then Following that, my that was my, my biggest summer was my third year. Um, so I got nearly up to almost 35 grand, which is a lot. Oh, is um, a lot. <laughs> and then uh, and then my fourth year wasn't as good, but still made, you know, 20 to So it's
0: a good bad. chunk
1: of, good good chunk of change that you can make, you know, in, in three to four months if you, you know, just buy into to like their program. Um, of course, they'll set you up for success. They give you you know the pitch help you handle objections all that so they definitely set you up for success and put you in good areas where um you'll be able to to thrive so uh,
0: and can you talk about some of the like bonuses structure that's in place there I mean some of the things that I've seen that, that they do for the the guys over there just incredible is it yeah. cruises and stuff and uh, yep. trainers all kinds of cool things
1: yes yeah, I mean so that's the thing like it's a Door-to-door, you're doing door-to-door sales um, at the end of the day. So it's not the most beautiful job, but it, uh, you know, it pays off if you're really good at it. And so, of course, throughout the summers, they throw in um, different promotions and stuff like that to, to keep things interesting. They, you know, put you on a different team and whoever gets the most sales, you know, sometimes you can expense like up to $250 um, pair of cleats. Um, and then, of course, if you hit a certain number, you can live rent free for the whole summer, where they uh, usually put you up in housing. Um, and then, of course, if you get like over a certain amount of sales, they'll take you on a cruise. I know the guys this past summer went all the way out to Hawaii and spent, I think, a week out there. So yeah, I think you know they they make it fun um, to say the least. So
0: with all that being said, then I'm pretty sure you'd uh, you'd recommend other athletes to follow suit then and, and give it a
1: try. Oh, a hundred percent. And of course, like the, the skills that you learn, you know, with landlock as well, um, kind of similar to eye to eye, you know, I think it sets you up for success further on in your life. You know, a lot of kids go home and just play all summer, you know, and don't make too much money. They might just go be like a, a grocery bagger, you know, at a grocery store, or whatever they do, uh, work for a lawn care company. And, you know, you make maybe a thousand, two thousand bucks for the summer. And, And then you go straight back to England. Um, but you know, for the, for the kids that come out to, to landlock grind all summer, you know, they, they can hold their head high because they, you know, weren't playing all summer. They were actually working hard, working on themselves.
0: Uh, Moving on to your current career and occupation then, can you just give us a little overview of what you're doing now?
1: Yeah. So I work for a a computer software company now called Okta. Um, O-K-T-A is how you spell it. Um, And like the specific industry or space, I guess you could say that we plan is identity and access management. So we help organizations like determine um, like who the person is and the access that they have um, to the applications that they need to complete their job. Um, So don't want to get like too deep into the weeds because it's, you know, a pretty broad uh, platform, but. Right now, like my current position is team lead over the sales development side of um, Canada region, actually. So mm-hmm. all of Canada um, is kind of mapped to me right now. So it's it's been pretty fun.
0: So, so how did that come about then? Were you headhunted?
1: No, so it's kind of funny. Um, I actually made a connection um, while I was working for Landlock. Um, ran into a guy and he was telling me a little bit about uh, his occupation and he was like, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you're trying to do pest control forever, but I know we're always hiring um, and there's like a really good career path in it. So we're always looking for people that are successful in sales and, you know, are go-getter kind of guys. So I think my resume, just given playing college soccer in England and um, having four years of door-to-door sales experience, I think the, the fit was perfect.
0: I suppose this proves the worth of the education side of our program then because it's not all about football obviously yeah Uh, you've shown though that going on to a fantastic start to your career in the business world
1: yeah exactly I mean I um, majored in uh, international business management and I think currently um, I'm managing about four or five uh, sales development reps right now and then of course I do my own outbounding um, for a territory so as far as the management side of things I think that's where my career is headed right now so hopefully I can step into a more um management role here within like six months so I think you know the the things that I learned at your St. John University have definitely carried over into um to my role today
0: what about future aspirations Gunnar? are you looking to progress up the ladder further at Okta
1: yeah I think you know really happy where I'm at um have nothing bad to say about about the company um of course right now we're 100 percent remote so i've been uh just hopping around from airbnb to airbnb so the flexibility that the company gives me is is awesome and then of course we have great uh great leaders at the organization and i think overall the the company's headed in a really uh good direction so I don't think I'm going to be leaving anytime soon. So yeah, there's a career path in it. So I think I'm going to stick with it for now.
0: That was good. Uh, and just finally, we've got some questions for you uh, submitted from uh, Instagram. Uh, oh, nice. The first one is which coach has the best banter?
1: Uh, definitely Yaz. Uh, sorry, Jono. And uh, Jono won't be happy of, with that. The rest of the guys, but yeah, Yaz is uh is probably the best, don't go fishing, that's <laughs> what he always said. I
0: bet you're sick of hearing that.
1: <laughs> I say it all the way up until today, I still say it.
0: <laughs> um, which is the best goal you've scored
1: for Itoi? Um, I'd say, I, I mean, I can't remember the team that we were playing against, and I think it was featured on maybe one of your uh, like Christmas calendar uh, oh, nice. days, yeah. I think, um it was when Max played me a nice ball. I was on the right side of the field, mm-hmm. on like the, the right side of the six, you know, mm-hmm. so it was a, a pretty tough angle. Yeah. Um, and I, it was from a throw in, threw it into Marcos. Marcos laid it off to, to Max. I was kind of drifting out wide, playing out on the wing um, as usual. And he kind of just laid a really nice path, um, ball into, you know, a really good area. And can't remember if it was a one touch or, I kind of set myself, it was like a two-touch finish, but just absolute screamer opposite uh, top bend. So that was, it felt good as soon as it came off the foot. The keeper didn't even move. It was uh it was a ripper. <laughs>
0: remember it well, I remember it well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gunnar, so that, that, that'll do it for today's episode.
1: Uh, a nice quick fire one. Uh, thank you very much for joining us on the, on the I2I podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Of course. Thanks for featuring me. I hope you, uh, you and the guys are all doing well and let's keep in touch. I'm trying to come out to, to York here soon. Appreciate it, Gunnar. See you later. All right. See you later, Jay. If you would like more information on the I2I International
0: Soccer Academy, please check out our website, wwwi 2 and also our Instagram page. We are at i 2 Academy.